0: Welcome to the Positive Productivity Podcast, episode 486. The Positive Productivity Podcast was created to empower entrepreneurs to achieve and appreciate personal and professional success. I'm your host, Kim Sutton, and if you're ready, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Positive Productivity. This is your host, Kim Sutton, and I'm so happy that you're here to join us today. And I'm thrilled to introduce our guest, Jodi Holmes. Jodi is a coach from Essential Education Center and has just a fascinating story to share. Jodi, I have your bio right in front of me, but you can tell your story so much better than anybody else can. So I would love if you would introduce yourself and tell us how you got to where you are today.
1: Yeah, great. Uh, thanks very much for having me. First of all, it's uh, great to be on your show here. I really enjoy your show and I love what it's all about. So it's great to be here and be a guest and talk a little bit with you today. I'm really excited for that. So yeah, I'll try to keep my story pretty short. Like many, it uh, can be a very long version, but i try to keep it fairly quick. Um, so I I do have a background in environmental studies and uh, I'm really passionate about environmental protection And I think that's something that is really important for everyone on the planet because we all kind of share the same home, which is planet Earth. And so that's kind of uh, what really drives a lot of what I do. And um, I'm really kind of passionate about just helping educate others about the importance of the natural environment and uh, not only for sort of how it provides, you know, resources for our lives, but also just having a connection with nature can really be very therapeutic uh, in itself so just good for your physical and mental health to spend uh, as much time as possible out in in the natural environment Um, even just doing hikes and bike rides and stuff like that and just really taking time to sort of immerse yourself in the natural environment you know breathing the fresh air and um, just listening to the natural noises you know the birds and the bees and stuff like that Um, so yeah just really really kind of been pursuing that sort of environmental education sort of path and um, sort of last year's just been really getting more into personal development as well. So I'm really passionate about that and interested in learning more both uh, for myself And just realizing the value of that and wanting to share that with others as well. So that's kind of sort of what Essential Education Center is about, is really kind of helping people and teaching people about topics that are very important, uh, personal, but also very beneficial for their personal health and wellness. And the other big, big one for me is um, like mental health. Um, So just having mental clarity in your life. Um, is really hugely important. We're pretty bombarded today with uh, information. Um, so it's uh, really important to take time to kind of not you know get overwhelmed with all that information and try to limit the amount of information that you have to process. And just so you can kind of have your, keep your mind clear. And, uh, so yeah, so that's what the essential education center is all about. And, um, I, I also started a nonprofit organization a couple of years ago called the connecting communities association. And that's uh, all about environmental protection and community projects. Um, so we do community gardens and like litter cleanups and things like that. So, Uh, Yeah, so I'm pretty excited with all these things going on and pursuing this uh, entrepreneurial sort of uh, lifestyle is really exciting and definitely encourage others to try to pursue their passions and dreams in life.
0: Awesome. Thank you for all that, Jody. You had me thinking over here about my freshman year in college. I went to the School of the Art Institute of Chicago, which is right downtown, and my dorms for listeners who are familiar with Chicago, my freshman dorm was at 112 South Michigan, which I think used to be a hotel. But my dorm room faced a brick wall in a light, like a light wall, but there was no light. Mm. So when I would be in for the weekend, if I didn't go outside, then I wouldn't see any light. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we had to make our own food. So... Mm. And, I still burn food to this day, so I relied much on the microwave (laughs) during freshman year. So there were Mm -hmm. some weekends that I didn't see light at all, and I really struggled that year.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: And then when I moved to a different dorm, we faced a parking lot, but nobody ever parked there. It was just asphalt. And Mm. I always thought it would have been nice if there was a community garden or something just just Mm. to give us something green. But it's downtown Mm. Chicago, and that real estate is so valuable i think now it's been it, turned into another mm-hmm. high rise so oh, yeah. which is just so sad mm-hmm. and chicago does a good job of having green but there can always be more
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure i think there could be like a community garden on every street block really right like and, and um there's are a lot more uh, communities are actually doing rooftop gardens now too which is pretty cool um so at least you know we're taking advantage of that space that could be otherwise wasted and um yeah so there's all kind of interesting you know ways that people can sort of introduce green space into the community um so yeah just definitely seeing more of that is really cool
0: oh yeah i love the rooftop gardens when i after college i moved to new york city and i would love just looking out the windows to see who did that on the top yeah. It was just always so fascinating. I'm intrigued by your personal development journey. How did that get started?
1: Uh, actually, I think one of the first books I read and it was pretty random. Um, I was actually just at a job um down at a wilderness uh park sort of where they did like horseback rides and stuff like that and tours into the mountains and stuff and and yeah and, and they just had a little kind of library there and I was just kind of sitting there one day and I kind of went going through the library and I noticed this book and it was called, uh, it's by Eckhart Tolle and, um, just, uh, yeah, it's the power of now. Yep. Yeah. And that book uh, really, yeah, just opened my mind really, uh, amazingly to kind of like the human condition, I guess. And and the mind and about how we, you know, a lot of people kind of tend to live thinking about the past and kind of, you know, maybe past regrets and things like that or also worrying about the future. And so really the, what that book teaches you about is just about to live in the present moment and that's all there really is. You know, until someone invents the time machine, um, there's no way to go back and change what happened in the past. So there's really, you know, not much point in putting your time and energy into thinking about that stuff and how you know, maybe you could have did things differently or something. I mean, we just have to learn how to put that behind you and focus your time and energy in the present moment and how you can use that to make your future better. And, uh, uh, but the other thing is, as I said, worrying about the future. And really, I mean, no one that I know is actually, you know, psychic and can actually tell, you know, exactly how long they're going to live on this planet. And, you know, there's so many amazing opportunities that we can take advantage of. But, but yeah, we don't really know how long we're going to be here. So, you know, instead of like, you know, worrying about what your future might be, you know, it's best just to focus on the present moment and how you can make that the best moment you possibly can. So really just appreciating every single moment in your life. And, you know, definitely you want to, you know, plan for, you know, hopefully a long, healthy life. We, you know, we all want that. But at the end of the day, we don't really know how long we have. So it's when kind of your important. Best life to, today. Exactly. Kind of, it's good to have a balance, right? Like, make sure you're enjoying today because you're really not sure if you'll be here tomorrow. Right. And then, but also planning for a long and healthy life. So you have to have a good balance. I mean, um, you don't want to be like, you know, spending every dollar you earn because you don't know if you're going to be, you know, around for very long.
0: Right. Scarcity mode mentality. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So not that extreme, but, but definitely making sure I think it's most important to just enjoy every day because... You know just you know the rate of disease now i mean it's like one in two people almost uh, get cancer now and so that's a pretty big epidemic and and heart disease and um you know diabetes and a lot of these diseases we're seeing increasing and so you know so it is important to have a healthy lifestyle but at the same time just like like I say just trying to enjoy every day every moment of every day and kind of live your life like that and yeah that's kind of what i really try to Help people with?
0: I remember when I used to be walking to school or walking to the dorms, I would always be looking about 10 sidewalk squares ahead of me, thinking, okay, I'll be there in a second. Let's just see how long it takes. Mm. But I lost so much awareness of where I was. Like, Mm. stop and smell the roses, right? In an earlier episode of the podcast, Dr. Linda Lerhop, I think that's how it's properly pronounced was on, and she's from the Center of Mindfulness, I believe. There will be a link in the show notes, listeners. Mm -hmm. But she was the first one who really, I have Eckhart Tolle books on my shelf. I just haven't read them yet. So Mm -hmm. she was the first person who really introduced me to being in the now. Mm -hmm. And the next morning after our chat, I was standing in the shower. Sorry, listeners. I'll spare you the details. But I realized I usually stand in the shower thinking about everything I need to do in the day and everything Mm -hmm. that's coming up. Mm. What about just enjoying the hot water and yeah. the mm-hmm. smells of the soap and just mm-hmm. really enjoying the time right there and the rare silence that I get in the bathroom as opposed to being out mm-hmm. with the kids? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, yeah, definitely having, definitely appreciating that silence I think is really important because as I kind of mentioned before, we're inundated with information on a you know daily basis pretty much every minute, uh, you know, every hour of every day. And um, so, yeah, just trying to find some time, quiet time, just, you know, alone and having that uh, silence, uh, solitude and and silence just to kind of allow your brain to kind of shut off and sort of process some of the information um, that you've sort of had. And um, yeah, that's, I think, really helpful for sure.
0: What suggestions do you have for somebody who's living in a big city? to give themselves silence every day electronic free silence
1: yeah yeah i think uh, definitely can be more difficult if you live in a big city especially if there's not many natural areas around um so i think um just uh trying to have some like quiet time like even just spending time you know in your sort of you know bedroom by yourself and you know if that's what you have to do an hour every day and and you know a lot of people try to do the meditation thing and that's something I haven't really got into. Like I've kind of tried it a couple times, but um, I don't know. I just found that even if you're just kind of, you know, laying in bed, but just like trying to turn off sort of all the thoughts racing through your head and just kind of try to focus on basically not thinking about anything. It's kind of, I think it's base- a similar sort of um, result, I guess.
0: Yeah. You know, that's what I was trying to do for the longest time with meditation and it never worked for me because I was focusing on the head. But in the last few months, I've started listening to my heart. Mm -hmm. And that made meditation possible for me. Because my mind is like a New York City subway system running 50,000 miles per hour with ideas. So if I try to focus on quieting my mind, that's just not going to work. But when I focus Mm -hmm. on listening to my heart and what my soul is telling me, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it works so much better
1: yeah exactly and that's kind of what i do and actually to help me fall asleep as well at, at night is just, just like turning on sort of the background white noise or I, I usually use like a sound of like a a creek or a stream like a you know bubbling brook kind of thing yeah. and just that sort of sound of you know kind of rain rain falling as well this is really good for me so um so yeah that sort of uh background noise just you just try to turn that on and try to focus on on that. And yeah, that really works well for just taking your mind off of other things and just stilling your mind. And uh, yeah, so that really helps for that. And then also for me, like I say, it helps me actually go to sleep at night. So it's really good.
0: (laughs) Jody, besides that, do you have any other non negotiable self care practices that you engage in every day?
1: non-negotiable i guess just uh quality of sleep definitely try to make sure i get enough sleep every day um so that's definitely something that you know in the past maybe didn't do very well um so just trying to get that you know seven eight hours of sleep every day i think is really important and i've seen studies you know about that about like how your your brain actually does like a detoxifying of your brain while you're sleeping so yeah um, just like having a lack of sleep can actually really, um, have some negative, you know, health effects and stuff like that.
0: Isn't that so fascinating? I had no idea about the detoxification of our brain until I started the podcast. Actually, this podcast has been such a gift for my life. Yeah. (laughs) To be totally honest, when I started recording episodes for the podcast, I think it was June of 2016. I was sleeping two to three hours at night. Oh, night. Jeez. And one of the first guests who came on talked about just that, how the mind is or the brain is polluted basically with all the toxins and such. It took mm. another month until, to be totally honest, I had a breakdown and started. Brendan Burchard has been really incredible for me. I, I always thought that high performance meant mm. work hard, like push, push, push. Mm-hmm. But when I started listening and reading him, he's like, no, sleep, sleep. Mm-hmm. But just yeah. hearing about that, Oh, I was going to say, I was trying to figure out how I could work my sleep into my day so that I wouldn't have to sleep in big blocks of time. I was like, okay, I can take a 30-minute nap here. Get up for mm-hmm. four hours. Take another 30-minute nap.
1: Yeah. You
0: know? I was like, uh, no. No. Listeners, yeah. I cannot say I always get eight hours, but I always get at least six to eight.
1: Mm-hmm. If yeah, you want to yeah. take
0: my kids, maybe I can get 12. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's a challenge for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What are you most excited about in the next 90 days?
1: Uh, the next 90 days, um, I'm actually, uh, one of the things I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit, just to mention, um, I started, uh, working with a group of people that they say they're a community of coaches, teachers, and healers. And, uh, the group is called uh, masterful you. And so I'm really excited to be working with them. They're kind of, people that are a lot more experienced with coaching and, um, the healing work and stuff like that. And so it's, it's a pretty new, um, initiative. And, um, so we actually did like, um, an online retreat kind of thing where we had some keynote speakers and stuff. Um, so we did that, uh, in July and then, yeah, so that's just, um, kind of getting going now. So, um, it's really an opportunity for me to learn from uh, coaches that are have that experience. and so it's going to be a great source of uh, knowledge for me and and getting feedback and seeing you know how they do things. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to see how that goes over the next uh, couple months. and we're gonna be doing kind of like quarterly um, retreats.'ll We'll have these workshops and stuff and it's going to be a community where people can come in um actually for free and just kind of check it out and we'll have like free workshops and stuff like that and then there'll also be option for people to like have a membership like a paid membership and they can there's different levels of that so um you can actually get like individual coaching if you want and stuff like that and it's really cool because we have um, a variety of, of different people. So we have people who focus on relationships and money and career and purpose and body. So those are our main four things. And um, basically, so someone could come into the community and actually get sort of uh, coaching with all those different areas, as opposed to maybe if someone just had a, you know paid a monthly fee for one uh, a life coach or something. Yeah. Uh, so it's really kind of cool. It's kind of a diverse community like that. And I think it's really going to be awesome for helping people. You yeah. said
0: money, relationships, body, and...
1: Oh, uh, no. So yeah. And then the other one was a uh, career slash purpose. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. And what's the name again? And is this global?
1: Uh, yeah. So it's um, the founder is, uh, she's based in New York. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, it's got a, a group of... Uh, there's I think mostly probably would be United States uh, but there's um, a couple people from Canada and one lady's uh, from Britain Um, so there's definitely a bit of a global feel to it Um, but I think there's around 20 sort of coaches right now and it's actually pretty cool too because there's an option where people can kind of come in and actually join the community and like if they're interested in being a coach as well so they can kind of you know there's opportunities for that for people to kind of join the community that in that sense too yeah so we're just kind of rolling it out kind of and doing these retreats every two or three months and trying to get more people involved and and yeah just join the community and see what it's all about and um, see if you can get help with uh, what you're wanting to achieve in your life so and uh yeah so it's called a masterful you so it's kinda of like online university yeah. sort of idea. Yeah.
0: Very cool. Thank you so much for sharing. Jody, yeah. what is your guilty pleasure?
1: Um, guilty pleasure. I would say probably, you know, I I would try to eat healthy <laughs> as much as possible, but you know, I definitely enjoy some of the you know treats i guess once in a while you know like um maybe a, have dairy queen treat or something like that once in a while so so yeah i would say that you know definitely the comfort foods that we're kind of uh conditioned into you know with all the media you know advertising yeah. being bombarded with that and then also you know growing up with that right i mean eating fast food you know i probably ate more than I should have during my lifetime. But, oh, uh, I
0: know I did.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but you know, that's uh, something we all, I think we all do just because of that, I guess, culture in the modern, you know, developed countries is, you know, there's no shortage of food and other treats or, or in abundance, you know, in most communities these mm-hmm. days. Um, so, yeah, I think that's something that I'm, I still have. Uh, slight, you know, addiction that it's hard to kick the habit of that kind of stuff. Oh, it is.
0: Yeah. I was actually craving McDonald's French fries the other night. It was like (laughs) 1130 and I was just about to put my shoes on and it started downpouring. Yeah. So I just decided it wasn't worth the downpour. But I was talking to my husband about how I'm having gone to school in Chicago and worked in in Manhattan. I've seen a lot of, uh, especially when I was in Manhattan, there were salad bars on the counters. Or not on the counters, on the the corners. Like Mm -hmm. you would walk in and that's what they did. They would serve you salad. And this was Mm -hmm. 17 years ago. And you would pay by the pound. You would tell the people behind the counter what you wanted in your salad. And -hmm. you would get it.
1: Nice.
0: It would be amazing to have something like that around here. Because within a mile of my house, we have Mm -hmm. two Wendy's a mcdonald's a burger king a taco bill like 18 <laughs> pizza shops and all the other chain restaurants that you can imagine
1: yeah.
0: and unless you want to call subway quote healthy that's probably mm-hmm. about your only option
1: oh really and mm-hmm. it's not no yeah yeah no that's sad yeah for sure i think we definitely definitely need more of that and my community is probably similar um, we do have a couple options i don't know if you Know uh, heard of the restaurant Freshy? I mean, that's kind of a chain restaurant as well, but it's you know got a little bit more of a healthy uh, menu, I would say. And there's another one I actually just opened up called uh, Chopped Leaf. And um, actually, the first time I tried that was in Edmonton when I was living there. But um, yeah, they just opened one in Prince George, so so yeah, I think you know it's definitely a bit more options here in my community, which is nice. So, yeah, but I mean, I definitely uh, do most of the food, you know, preparation and stuff for myself, and try to eat locally grown stuff and you know, vegetable based diet. Mm-hmm. And but like I say, you know, it's uh, hard to kick those old habits, and especially you know the, the sugar and the, the salt, you know, all the stuff they put in those foods to make you pretty much you know addicted to them. So <laughs> it's kind of hard to kick those habits, but I'm working on it.
0: <laughs> Freshly and Chop Leaf, we need you in Troy, Ohio please yeah. and thank you yeah 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 what is the most recent book that you've read or what are you reading right now
1: um yeah i'm kind of a i guess a bit of a serial reader so i actually kind of often have multiple books on the go i kind of just recently finished one about natural farming uh, and that was pretty cool and then also one called silence um, and that's um, by uh, it's hard to pronounce his name, but. Stitch, not ton, I think something like that. So yeah, that one's really about the uh, mindfulness and um, you know just understanding about that aspect of silence and how we need to still our mind and so we can think more clearly. And uh, so yeah, that one was really really good. Um, And then I have like a couple other ones. I'm actually reading one called Silent Spring, which is actually a really old book, but it's about Basically, the start of the environmental movement because of the use of pesticides um, in agriculture and how that basically kills all the biodiversity and basically all the birds were dying off and so you didn't you know hear the sound of birds in the spring because they were all you know dying off because of the use of pesticides. So yeah, I think yeah, I probably have a couple other ones. Rich Dad Poor Dad. Uh, reading I have that. not
0: read that yet. Have you read? Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if this would be as relevant for you, but I'm reading the E Myth for the first time ever. Oh, okay. And being a business owner yourself, I wish I would have read this book six years ago because I found that oh. I, I was working in my business instead of on it. So, bravo to you, by the way, for being on a podcast because you could be a slave away in your business, but instead yeah. of you're working on it. But yeah, listeners, I want you to know that all the books and resources that we talked about will be in the show notes, which you can find at thekimsutton.com forward slash pp486. Jody, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. Where can listeners find you online, connect, and get to know more about you?
1: Uh, Yeah, so they can uh, go to the website, Essential Education Center. And um, that, uh, I guess, that would be in the show notes there too, so I don't have to spell it out. Yep, um, is
0: that .ca <laughs> or .com? .ca. Fabulous, thank you.
1: Yeah, and yeah, so and then, uh, as I said, the the Masterful U community. Um, so basically, yeah. what that is as well, it's an opportunity for these coaches and healers to actually have some of their programs. Within that community as well, so so that's kind of my plan as well. I'll have sort of some of my um, coaching services offered in there, and also like online courses as I develop those and have those available in the Masterful U community. So that's you know definitely another uh, another place where people can find me and also connect with other you know amazing experienced uh, coaches and healers. Um, so that's uh, I'll, so I'll have that link available as well.
0: Fabulous, thank you. Yeah, I'm so intrigued. That's such an awesome business model. Yeah. I want to thank you once again. Again, listeners, you can find all the links in the show notes at thekimsatton.com forward slash pp486. And I'd love to invite you to leave a comment below the show notes letting us know what ahas you took out of today's episode. Joe, did you have a parting piece of advice or a golden nugget that you can offer to listeners?
1: Uh, yeah, I think uh, just uh, one of my main missions is really to kind of uh, educate people and just really get them to realize that I think we need uh, leaders, uh, like community leaders, now more than ever. And that's a big part of my work is um, I want to help people you know uh, get involved and participate in creating healthier, cleaner, and safer communities. And I think really what that's going to take is people – just average people sort of getting involved and kind of leading by example and um, getting involved with initiatives to clean up their local environment and do what they can to make their communities healthier and safer for all the uh, residents of that community. And so it's really about kind of um, uh, thinking globally, but acting locally. And you might've heard that slogan before, and that's really what it's all about is, you know, as individuals, we have, you know, ability to do Um, a lot of things. Maybe we kind of think that, you know, how we can change the world might be overwhelming, but really just doing things in your local community is how we can all take sort of small steps. And the more people that we have doing that, the more change, positive change we'll have in the world together as a, a global community.
0: Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Positive Productivity Podcast.